This weekly podcast inspires you to step outside of your comfort zone. My name is Zakir Muhammad, and I'm your host of the Living Legacy Podcast. I am a cancer survivor, brand cultivator strategist, author, and world traveler. This Living Legacy Podcast features women of purpose sharing stories of resilience. They are single and married. They are artists and entrepreneurs who run businesses and juggle parenthood. If you are ready to hear interviews about professionalism, entrepreneurship, travel, life, and love, you are in the right place. They will share stories of how they overcame adversity while seeing life through a different lens. Let's get into it. So today on the Living Legacy Podcast, we are talking with Lamika, best known as Nyla Dem. She is a multi-passionate creative. She is the host of MN Live Radio, assistant manager at the woman-operated Andreas Talent Management, and she is also a publicist who helps independent artists to build marketing strategies in the entertainment industry. So she interviews other prominent people in the entertainment industry as well, like myself, on her podcast. Uh, that's where the name Nala Den came from, and she's based in Georgia, but she's also a member of the National Society of Leadership and Success, best known as NFLS. So their goal is to help people discover and achieve their goals, and she loves collaborating. She loves collaborating with other um, A&Rs like myself. We actually met because we're kind of coworkers or team members in our A&R position. And she stays true to herself. And that's what I love about her. So we're going to um, find out all about what makes Nyla, Nyla. That's what we love calling her. And um, this is going to be a great episode for you if you are in the entertainment industry and you want to know what it's like to be an A&R, what it's like to be in, in the entertainment industry, and what it's like to fully walk into your purpose. You can also watch this video on YouTube and Facebook. So, hi, Nyla. Thank you for being here. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> I'm huh? glad to be here. Yay. Go ahead and tell me um, who you are in your own words. Well, I'm a strong-headed person. <laughs> I'm not I'm, uh, a person of all different, multiple, I call them personalities. Um, <laughs> one day I'm a promoter, one day I'm a publicist. One day I'm an A&R, one day I'm social media marketing. So I'm all over the place. So um, I'm also in school, getting my bachelor's um, in business. And this is my senior year, so that's almost over. Um, I'm also from the National Leadership Program. Just got into that business as well. Being an example and leading people has also helped me get in have my own personal self and deal with issues I always just put it to the side because as when you're strong headed at times sometimes you don't deal with your issues how you should. So you just keep moving and keep moving and keep moving until they finally catch up to you. So I've um learned to deal with those as well while being in the relationship from a Yeah, I think being strong headed is a good and a bad thing. It's good because you know what you want and nobody can stop you. But it's bad because yeah, when you are when you do have some lessons you need to learn, it takes a little while. I think um now is also a great time to talk about how you became an A and R. I think it's so perfect that, you know, we've known each other in such a little bit of uh, short time at the time of this recording, but uh if it doesn't feel that way. So how did you become an A and R? How did I become an A&R? Um, I told myself, I uh, stepped outside of the box and 
because I love music so much, um, I deal with all my issues through music. Um, my music kind of expresses how I feel. So I just applied for it with Making It Magazine. And um, a day later, or not even probably a whole day, within 24 hours, I'm getting this email back, like, you're a part of the team. Here's your first assignment. This name um, kind of has been you. So it kind of just put me in a point where, okay, I'm, I'm actually an A&R now. So what are my goals? What are my challenges? What did I just do <laughs> to myself? So that's how I became an A&R with making it mad. And then how has that, I guess, been full circle for you, right? Because, I mean, you're in the entertainment industry anyway, so you've been around music. So how has that been? How does it feel to be an A&R? And I think for those who are listening and have no idea what that is, it stands for artists in repertoire. And basically, uh, well, until we can do in-person stuff, it's, it's basically where we can scout local talent, build up local uh, talent to, you know, become the superstar that you listen to and stream all day today. So yeah, go ahead. Tell me how that feels to be an A&R and how full circle that was for you. It matters that my opinion matters. Um, you know, sometimes we go through life and we're like, my opinion matters. It don't matter what I say, you know, in this little box. But it also, it also made me to know that my voice matters. Um, especially in a big entertainment industry and so much music and so many people with so many different opinions. It made me feel a little in control, um, of some of the people in the industry and being able to help them in the right direction that they need to go is something for as well. And so you are also a publicist? You want to tell me more about that? Ooh, the hard part. Um, <laughs> that is the, the market of, you know, anything that we do. I feel like it's a lot important and I never knew how important you know, just writing up something or an article about yourself, how important that was until I actually put it on it. Um, when I go back to when I first started doing what I was doing and look at what I'm doing now, it's such a big difference. Like, I wouldn't even mess with myself back in the day. I'm like, what was I talking about? And, you know, this, this different type of hype person versus, okay, you're trying to adapt and coming to and attract certain people that are so um it helped me to market myself as well as to be able to market others um you know all the way down to their cover arts and presentation how you put it off um it, it it has changed a lot and it's it, it becomes an argument with some people when they don't want to change it because they don't understand how much of a value that is and then it's a blessing when you see them that you're like, man, you know what you're talking about? And I'm like, because I've been through it. So being a publicist is um, it's a hard job. It's not easy. <laughs> and you got to have a lot of patience. But I love it. I love that. I love that. And yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying. I mean, you you do a great job too, because I was actually um, on your podcast as, as well. And, and you actually did a great uh, write up. You did great research to, you know, do my little intro. So it's it's a lot of work, but it definitely plays off 
in the end. And and nothing good comes easy either. I think most people have to understand that too. Like if you want, you know, in my in my instance, a good photograph, if you want a good write-up, if you want good press, you literally do have to work for it as well. Right. I agree. So now we'll get into um where Nyla Den came from. How did that come about? And what is it? <laughs> well, okay. First of all, I was born in August, and I'm a Leo. Um, when I first started out doing what I'm doing, I started like those, and somebody was like, you have to pick a name that fits you. I always have to there. My eyes are always a little crazy. They change color time. And, you know, people assume they're with contact. So I'm like, I don't know what I want to be. I'm just, I don't feel like I'm a person. So um, I felt like I needed to move. So I began watching How a Lion Moves. And um, my first name was Lioness. And that's how it took. But then all of a sudden, I'm on social media and all I see is lioness, lioness, lioness. And I'm like, what? I have never seen many lionesses in my life. So, you know, I don't even want that. So I took myself on social media for years and I'm like, I got to revamp myself. So when I came back, um, one of my assistants, um, he was like, he just started calling Nala. And I was like, Nala? Hmm. Still in the Lion family, I kind of like that. And I love Lion King. I love it. So Nala is my favorite character. <laughs> so I took the name Nala, and I revamped that as far as that was the more fierce person, the lioness, versus Nala. You know, she's more, okay, change. She has a real heart now for people, passionate. So that's how, you know, I became like yeah, I love that. And I love saying it uh too. You know, we always <laughs> we actually had a joke. There was one um there was one joke in, in one of the A and R meetings, um, because uh you you're so busy with the radio so that sometimes you miss the A and R meeting, but that's okay because that's why there's a power of social media, right? And so we were we were joking about like, oh, Nyla, 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 Nyla. So um what is the best part about being um a radio, you know, radio VJ. I think everything's really fully one. Whether it's an A and R, whether you're on a radio, whether you are a, a publicist, it's uh, fulfilling to really help independent artists to really get out there because music is is, is sometimes their babies. So, what's the best part about working with independent music artists? The best part about them is, to me, especially with being a you know a VJ, a, uh, a podcaster, is getting inside of their heads mentally to help them understand that it's more than the physical aspect of it. If you can't get your personal self and your business side done first, your outside doesn't even matter. Um, it's over a lot. It's only going to get so, so far, you know, and that's the best part with helping people understand that if you're not in this for longevity, you're doing something. This ain't for you. But if you're going to do this stuff for longevity, if you're going to get up every day and this is what you're going to do and your passion, you know, we're in the right place. 
So that's like the best part when helping people find out who they are as well as not just helping them, it also helps me because sometimes I ask them stuff and I'd be like, oh, I said myself, you know, without telling them, then I go fix it and then they never notice that I paid something or fix it because, you know, they're so focused on their self. So that's like the best part of learning them and growing with them. Exactly. And I, I love what you said about most artists are so egotastic, uh, narcissistic, that they think it's all about them and really music is and should be bigger than you. And so what would you say uh, sets a good artist apart from the rest of them? One that you would say you would definitely want to work with? The character. Um, no stand for because I work with a lot of artists and doing interviews, their mind is so all over the place. And um, sometimes after some interviews, I'd be like, what were they going to do? You know, I'm confused <laughs> after the interview when I have to listen to it and keep listening to it, you know, as a publicist, now I write up this story to be able to promote it and I can't find myself because I'm confused at who they are. So um, the character and knowing what you stand for and why you're doing what you do, um, to me, is what makes the best independent artist. Yeah, that's definitely important. And I feel like that's also where women can be great teamwork because between you being a publicist, me being a brand strategist, I won't, you know, what to photograph also if they don't know who they are or who they aspire to be as an artist. So that's definitely important. This episode is sponsored by Megan It Magazine. Join the next big thing for independent music artists. Think Black Planet and MySpace together, but for the urban music industry. On this platform, you get to network with A&Rs, brand strategists, photographers, publicists, engineers, and much, much more. Sign up for a free profile at bit.ly forward slash Z-A-R-M-I-M. It's funny because like sometimes, you know, doing the A&R reviews, we get tricked sometimes because, okay, you got this good song artist and we listen to it and then we go back and review it, you know, um, you... Personally, when we first started doing our A&R meetings, you're like, I'm taking this artist out right now. I'm looking at it. So I never really thought about just going back and looking at the majority of this stuff. And then I started looking through the stuff and with the cover art. And I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh, they can't be in the top three. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the great part about... um. I guess the A&R meeting, because because everyone is already also multi-passionate, they see different things. Like the other day we were in the A&R meeting and uh, most of the, the ones who had engineering and producing backgrounds were just talking like, I like this artist, but I don't like this track. And this is why I don't like this track because of the engineering aspect. And me, I'm like, I've sat in on studio sessions, but I was like, I don't know what y'all talking about, but I'm glad y'all caught that. Right. That's all I 
like uh, we all kind of got different ears in here. So yeah, because that just went on for like thirty minutes, and everybody was trying to find out what is the issue. Like it's a good song, and so the point got made. It was like, oh, got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got it. So we know that being an entrepreneur uh, is far from easy, especially being a black woman, African-American woman. Now, what would you say has helped you to keep going and when the going gets tough? Well, um, I have an inspiration that kind of keeps me going. Um, when I first started school at four years ago, um, I've been to school for so many things. And again, um, I didn't really know what I was doing because I was living for someone else, um, trying to find my purpose. And when I found out what my purpose was, um, I came back to school to for business and I had to take this test at the beginning of the year. I took it and I passed it, uh, like an analysis test, you know, to see where you're at mentally. And I passed it. But for some reason, you know, you're going to be a success coach, and my success coach is like, he aced it. He's like, um, but I just want to say this. She's like, as a black African American woman and going into business, we're going to tackle so many challenges. And she was like, a lot of them don't see because they're not, um, they don't have a strong backbone. You know? So, I encourage you to go home, think about this for 24 hours, and then come back, and then we can talk more. So in my head, I'm like, what? What's she mean? <laughs> I know what I want to do. Okay, this is what I want to do. So instead of just talking back, I went home. I asked. I was hurt. I'm like, I don't believe that she said that. I feel like she was trying to discourage me or whatever. I'm like, uh-uh. So I called her back before the four hours, and I was like, um, hey, I know what I want to do and what I want to do. She was like, okay. Putting it in. Da, da, da. So from then on, I knew um, what I was going to be facing. Again, going back to my purpose, um, growing up, I grew up in a small town, um, the George White. And where where did you grow so up? Many people. I grew up in Baton So it's still a small town right Atlanta. It's two and a half hours away from Atlanta. Um country. Okay. It's really country town. So it's not much. Um one school, one high school, one elementary where most people got three or four. We only got one of each. Football is what brings our city together. Um, for the town is at the football game. So even the way home is support. So, um, but the issue that during the football season, there could only be one black cheerleader on the cheerleading squad. The whole four years you're in high school or school or whatever you're in, it's only one. And so the, that one waits, then the next one comes along. So um, that's it was one. And uh, uh, she, um, I'm about to try out and all of this stuff. And majority of my friends, I lost majority of my black friends because they're like, you're gonna make it, you're not gonna do this and that. And as you know, a young person, you go through so many, so much mental stuff because you're like, 
I don't want to lose my friend, but this is what I want to do. So you kind of like back and forth, back and forth, you know, really trying to figure out what you want to do. And I was like, I'm trying out. I don't feel nothing. I put my all into it, came home, practiced every day, had dances down, and tryouts came, passed out, got a phone call, made the team. I had this, like, relief in me after I made it. That's the time I had to battle so much. First, being the only black person in the Squad, racism already. And secondly, nobody wants you because now you're supposed to be better than them or all that or whatever, you know, the words they use. And it's like, I'm still the same person. <laughs> so, you know, being um, African-American and going through so much, it has taught me to stay focused. <laughs> That's the only thing I can say. Like, don't let the negativity around you come against you. It will, and it's hard, and it, uh, it's a mental thing. And um, it also drove me a person at one point of drinking alcohol because you want to fit in but people want to accept you because who you supposedly supposed to be you, you think you're better than that yes, it is and it's like no i have a focus like goal like this is not me so yeah and thank you for sharing that thank you for overcoming and thank you for staying true to you because I also feel like had neither one of us stayed true to ourselves, we would not have met each other. And of course, you know, when things are okay, we'll be meeting each other, you know, in person in Georgia as well. Because uh, you, Missy, need branding for yourself. You're working on everything for everybody else and you need something for yourself. So we definitely want to continue to let you um, step outside of your own comfort zone and live your full authentic self because we need to see Nyla all day every day <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you for bringing me out of my zone because it took a lot it took a lot for me to get here um I was never gonna do social media again I was just gonna stay behind the scenes as long as I was behind the scenes I was okay I was ready to face it because there's so much you got to deal with but where I'm at today and in the the friendships that I have built as well. You know, we just went to the MBEC conference this past weekend, and it taught me so much about, you know, letting over your past and renew yourself with the people that you're with. Like, we try to hold on to so much. Those people, they can't come with us. So let it go. And it has it has just built so much. I mean, I'm glad I missed guys. Yay, me too. So I want to, uh, we're almost coming to the end and I want to wrap it up with a couple of uh, fun questions, questions that I typically ask um, most guests. So first thing first, when this is all over, where do you want to travel to? That's a good question. I would probably want to listen. Now that's kind of weird, but it's just so much in London that I feel like you could grow as there's so much uh, creativity. It's the sight thing is amazing. Um I feel like I can learn so much from just being in that environment. Especially as an entrepreneur. Um that's just where I go. 
I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's definitely a great place for music, for entertainment, um, for entrepreneurs. I mean, they have great Wi-Fi over there. So that's all I need. I need a place with good Wi-Fi and I'm good to go. And question number two is, what do you want your legacy to be? If you were to die tomorrow, what do you want to be remembered for? What I want to be remembered for is, I don't even know if it's, you know, uh, me as a person of being remembered. Uh, that's just how humbled I am. What I want what I want people to remember is how I stood up. Um, anything that I could have taught them, anything that I could have said, to look up. Um, you know, something that they was like, you know what? See, all she wanted me to do was make it. And that's it. That's the only thing that matters to me if I, if I was to leave. I love that. I love that. And, and that's super important, um, especially, you know, being a people person that you are. That's super important. And, and you're already living it. You're already living it. Where can people find you on the web? And how can people get in touch with you? Uh, you know, list all your services <laughs> that you offer and ways that people can get in touch with you. Best thing to do is Google me. That feels so good to say everything. The best thing to do is Google me under login. Um, you will find all my services. Also, follow me and our fan page on MN Live Radio. You will see a lot there. And you can follow me on Instagram at knowledgeman 88 um, I rarely use Instagram because I'm mostly up in my podcast. So the best thing to do is just do that. If you want to have any interviews, you can contact me. At- Let, list like the website. I think just list the website. You you said MN, Radio, MN Live Radio. You said Instagram. Could you use it a lot? You can contact me there to set up all interviews. If no one got anything else, if they, you know, were listening to the episode but not really listening to the episode, what is one thing you want people to remember? A takeaway. What I want people to learn is the importance of branding yourself, um, building strong relationships, and networking with the right people. That's important. The right people, keyword, the right people. So, I mean, you can network with anybody, especially on Instagram. But if it's not people that will, with the quote, make you money, help you to, you know, become a better person or improve your your place of living or life of living, then they ain't the right person. Right. Perfect. Well, thank you, Nyla, for being here. It's been insightful. It's been fun. So if you've been listening to The Living Legacy so far, thank you for listening. Please continue to subscribe and follow. Uh, we have been in season four. We've had about 50, 30 plus guests so far on all kinds of topics, mental health, uh, music, uh, lifestyle, love, entrepreneurship. So continue to support The Living Legacy podcast by listening in. Thank you for listening to the Living Legacy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, follow, and download so you don't miss the next episode. If you want to learn more, you can visit ZakiraNayar.com. That's Z-A-A-K-I-R-A-H-N-A-Y-Y-A-R.com. Do you have any suggestions on a topic you want to be talked about? Send me an email or leave them in a review. 
If you love this episode, be sure to share it with your friends.